episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I'm Doug the Translator, and this week I'll be talking about injury news at the Cannon Eagles and also how Japan is going to be playing England at Tokenham uh, in November this year. Ikimashu! Welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Like I said, I'm Doug the Translator. Uh, this one's going to be a very, very short one. I'm Recording this quite late at night. Um, yeah, gotta stay semi quiet, which is great for a audio platform. Um, we're now, uh, for League One into the kind of by roundy system. Um, it's making way for the cross border games against the two super rugby teams, the Blues and the Chiefs. Um, looks like there's still quite a few tickets available for those. So if you uh, want to go watch some super rugby teams, uh, play the top teams, the top Japanese teams from uh, last year, then come on down. You do know that uh, Cannon Eagles at least will be without a few of their international stars, which I guess leads me straight into rugby news of the week. We've got a uh, news from the Eagles saying that uh, Jesse Creel has uh, hurt his thumb and he's got to go back to South Africa to get it um, operated on. And also Faf de Klerk has uh, injured his knee and um, he also has to take time off. Um, so it's quite rare for teams to kind of announce this uh, publicly in Japan. Normally, it's all kind of behind closed doors. But um, yeah, I guess uh, being their, their most uh, high-profile players, um, the Eagles would have definitely gotten a lot of questions after uh, the fact if these two were named um, for a few weeks, especially uh, now that they're going to be out of the country. So um, yeah, it looks like Jesse Creel, he said he wants to be back for the end of the season. So yeah, it doesn't look like it's a season-ending injury for him at this stage. And uh wasn't necessarily a time frame for De Klerk's one. It just said, I uh, want to be back as quick as possible. So yeah, uh, those two definitely won't be playing in the cross-border games uh, that are happening in a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, big blows for Cannon. Uh, obviously made a big jump last year getting into the top four. And we're hoping to back that up uh, again this season. Started... Not too bad uh, in terms of uh, their results this season, but obviously this would be a bit of a blow for them uh, coming into the cross-conference games uh, where both where all teams uh, play the other six teams from the uh, other conference. So, um, yeah, you only play these teams once, so those teams that are playing the Cannon Eagles over the next few weeks uh, will, I guess, be thinking, uh, you know, uh, that's pretty lucky, but uh, in terms of rugby in general in Japan, you always want to see the best players up against each other. You want it to be the best league in the world, and for that to happen, the best players uh, need to be playing every week. So um, a bit of a shame there. Um, then moving on to the second part of the uh, news of the week. Um, earlier in the month, the Brave Blossoms put out a schedule uh, where they play England at home in June, and then play the Māori All Blacks against the Japan 15 team. So I don't know if those, um, I don't think they're classed as um, caps per se, but it's just players who are close to being in that Japan side will get opportunity. Um, before, again, a few more home games, uh, playing Georgia at Miyagi on the 13th of July. Um, a week after, on the 21st of July, playing Italy at Hokkaido. And then lastly, at Nissan um, Stadium where the World Cup final was in 2019 in Yokohama. Uh, Japan will be playing New Zealand in October 26th. So uh, pretty jam-packed. And then, like I said it's, um, in the intro, Japan is also touring or at least going to um, England where they'll be playing the English team 
at Twickenham on either the 23rd or the 24th of November, so either Saturday or Sunday. That would uh, obviously mean a return for Eddie Jones uh, back to um, you know where he coached at least a couple of years ago. But then for him to also be coaching Japan, then he would have had to uh, last longer than the 10 months that he did in Australia. So um, yeah, hopefully he goes well in those uh, other international games and we see him there going back to England and hopefully getting a famous, famous victory for the uh, Brave Blossoms. We're then going straight, straight along to some League One action in... Around the Grounds! Firstly, uh, in terms of review, I already mentioned it last week, but there were only three games in all of uh, League One last week. We had the uh, second we had a Dinobores in a heartbreaking Last minute loss to the uh, Santoni Sangalath going down 34-36. The Dinobores winning at one stage by 29 points um, at Gion Stadium. Gion is pretty famous for having um, pretty windy conditions and it always is going, uh, you know, left to right. Uh, so when you've got the wind first half, then uh, you know, you've got a big advantage and then it flips in the second half. So I, I, that's um, partly uh, what happened in the day but um yeah a few crucial mix- mistakes um from the dinobores are important times and Santori are just a too good a team and they uh all uh, pounce on those mistakes and then the only other game in division one for league one uh, was panasonic wild knights playing the honda heat at saitama uh the wild knights too strong in this one 70 to 12 winners both uh Suntory and panasonic were playing this week so They've got basically next week, or sorry, this week as a bye uh, before they go into their cross-border games next week. Um, so the only other game that was played was in Division 3 uh, with the uh, Blue Sharks, Shimizu Blue Sharks, uh, beating the Watergush 38-20. So again, another sea or water uh, derby. The Watergush weren't able to keep up with uh, the Blue Sharks who were too strong in the end, uh, almost doubling their score. And then going straight into our preview uh, for the rest of round six, we've got the Black Rams Tokyo uh, hosting the Kuwata Spears. Uh, their teams were announced yesterday, but uh, Kuwata Spears without uh, Williams at the back. Dan Golds was obviously playing though, um, but a one notable omission for them. Another omission uh, in the next game uh, between the Blue Revs and the Hanazono Kintets liners. Uh, the Blue Revs missing... Quagga Smith, uh, their captain, so uh, they've got Sam Green starting at fullback uh, as the extra foreigner uh, that they can use, but Bryn Hall uh, starting off the bench as usual, so um, going three backs and one forward in their foreigners uh, because of the lack of Quagga Smith. For Kendetsu, uh Cooper and Guinea have been playing the last few weeks, so uh, getting those combinations with the guys around them, and um, yeah, a few changes in their team still, but uh, they'll be looking to get the first win on the board uh, for the season. And then uh, the Cannon Eagles are hosting the Corbett Steelers. Like I said, Cannon without their two South African World Cup winning stars. Um, for Corbett, they've dropped Nani Laomape, or I guess maybe even rotated him to the bench with uh, Mikey Little starting at 12. Um, but yeah, it's been a mixed season for Corbett. A few close losses, um, and they'll be looking to get a big win against uh, Cannon without their uh, stars. And then the last game in Division 1, all these games, although sorry, are on the 27th, uh, so this Saturday. Uh, the last game is the Turtle Verbalist against the Torsheba Brave Lupus. Um, 
the Verblitz. They had Aaron Smith. He got injured in their game against uh, Kintetsu and he's on the bench this week. So uh, might still not be right. We'll have to see um, if anything changes later in the week. Uh, you can always um, obviously name players and then uh, if they're not right or if there is injury late, then you can change them. So it uh, will be interesting to see if he does pull through and makes it onto that bench. Um, but the 10 battle of Barrett and Armonga is a reminiscent of um, Super Rugby Day. So great uh, they were able to see that battle on uh, Japan soil. And um, yeah, that one probably in terms of the uh, firepower is probably one of the games of the round in Division 1. Um, next... We just have one game in Division 2. Uh, there, Round 5 is uh, over two weeks, so this week and next week. Um, but the Shoki Shadows, who lost because of Thunder, kind of, um, last week against the D-Rocks, they were losing when the game got called off, but um, it was a tight game. And, um, yeah, because it was past halftime, they weren't able to keep going, and... The D-Rocks uh, got the win, but uh, Shoki, that was their first win of, of their first loss, sorry, of the season. So we'll be looking to bounce back against the uh, Kudin Baltics. And then in Division 3, uh, one game again with the Chuguku Red Regulions against the Mazda Sky Actives Hiroshima. So this one's a bit of a derby. Uh, they're both in a similar area, but um, the Red uh, Regulions still without a win. So we'll be looking to get their first win on the board and their first points on the board um, against a Sky Actives team who have got two wins out of their first three games. So again, um, a bit of a weird few weeks uh, coming up with not as many games as normal, but we do have the cross-border games coming up very shortly. I know um, the teams are expected to play their uh, best best uh, players against the Super Rugby teams. Um which obviously will be quite risky. Um, there's no points on offer with those cross-border games, so if anyone gets injured, I'm not sure how the um, teams are going to take it, but it'll be great to see how those Super Rugby teams come in Japan and um, the Japan teams being able to test uh, themselves against a few of the uh, best teams um, and at least the Southern Hemisphere, maybe um, the world. So, um, yeah, cannot wait for those. And again, sorry for the short episode and the, I guess, more quiet or uh, voice. I know I sound probably as boring as uh, normal with my Kiwi accent, but um, yeah, the cross-border rugby was definitely the, uh, or hopefully it'll be the winner on the day. It's been a round of uh, minimal games, and um, yeah, full credit to the uh, caramel corn uh, cracker chip things I've been eating uh, recently, which, man, I cannot get enough of. So um, yeah, those are my snack of the week, a new segment. But um, yeah, thanks for listening again. And um, I will hopefully catch you again next week. Adios. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Adios. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>